Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Welcome back to Blue by 90, presented by Mason Brew. I'm Justin, joined by Jack and Kaylin, as always. And we've got a very special guest joining us today from the Michigan women's basketball team, Maddie Nolan. Maddie, thanks for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's great. We're, we're a hoops podcast right now. First time we have a hooper on here. This is great. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We're, I mean, you guys are right in the middle of your season, kind of down the stretch a little bit. Um, so obviously it's going well. Uh, you know, you guys are, this is like the peak of the program. Do yeah. you, do you like ever think about that or talk about that? I mean, I, I don't want to jinx anything or get anything in your head, but it's kind of crazy. No, it's insane, and um, I know me personally and as well as some others that star, like Danielle Roush and Leah Brown, we weren't super highly recruited um, coming out of high school. So to be on a team that's ranked so highly and um, setting records in the program is kind of surreal for us. Um, But at the same time, we just try to take it one game at a time. That's what we talked about. So after the Iowa game, um, don't get too high, don't get too low. We have Michigan State on Thursday, big rivalry game, so – just taking it one step at a time and seeing where we get from there. Yeah. I mean, it's been awesome to watch. And, and the the cool thing too, is you guys are getting national recognition, right? Yeah. It's, you know, obviously national women's and girls in sports was just uh, that day was just the other day. So that was cool to see, you know, uh, you know, a lot of support also from some of the men's sport uh, athletes too, you know, so that was cool too. But, you know, obviously we know, the the it's no secret that women's sports don't get as much recognition as the men's right when we talk about the WNBA and the NBA especially 
Um, but it, it's really cool that you guys are getting national recognition. So um, are you guys, are you ready for the big stage? I know, you know, you're, you're probably uh, cool with it, I'm sure, but uh, there, there is quite a spotlight on you too. Yeah, there is for sure. And like you said, um, women's sports don't get the recognition that they deserve. So I think when we are put on ESPN or ESPN2 or even Big Ten Network, um, we just try to represent the sport the best that we can and um, showcase our talents and um, what we've been working on the whole year to try and elevate not only our team, obviously, but just women's sports in general. Have you had any uh, post-game interviews that have been uh... – aired after any games uh, I anything embarrassing one. no nothing too bad um uh, i talked to the <laughs> press after maryland game but it wasn't live i don't think it was just kind of um newspaper people i know Nas and leah generally are the um big people to talk right. to after games uh, especially our baylor game i think just because our first top five win in program history um they played amazing obviously and they're both WNBA draft draft prospects so um they were getting a lot of that attention but it's always so cool to see our team doing well nationally but also the recognition that Nas and Leah get because they are such great teammates and great workers it's been awesome to play with them yeah I mean obviously everybody loves Nas right like it's (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's hard not to though because you know obviously she's an incredibly talented girl but also, she is a great teammate, and every time she is on a, an interview or anything like that, she's always talking about her teammates and stuff. Yeah. Um, so what is it like to, you know, I, I'm sure that you guys have other leaders too, but I would, you know, guess that Nas is probably kind of the go-to in terms of when it comes to leaders for your team. What's it like to have her, uh, you know, as a leader of this team, and, you know, what does she bring to the table outside of just domination on the court? Yeah, well, first, I want to give a shout out, obviously, to Nas, but um, Emily Kaiser and Danielle Rouse are also huge leaders for our team, and um, their stories are incredible. That They kind of didn't play their first three years, really were behind the scenes, and two of the hardest workers I know, and they've really made a name for themselves this year. Um, so they've been huge contributors, and it's not always scoring, but I don't know if you guys have seen the video of Danielle flexing at the Ohio State game, oh, yeah. but stuff like that, yeah. The energy <laughs> they bring, it's contagious, so they're awesome, but... Playing with Nas is insane. Um, I think sometimes I almost take it for granted because I've had all of my years getting to play with her. So I can throw some maybe sketchy passes in there and she catches everything that maybe if I throw it to another (laughs) post player, I'm like, what? But you have to remember Nas is insane talent and almost anything you throw in there is probably going to be two points, if not an and one for her. Um, So it's been great on a skill wise to play with her, but off the court, she's just as amazing. Um, she does a lot of like community work with Black Lives Matter last year, um, but just also making sure everyone's okay. We're all working on what we're supposed to be doing. Um, and I think this year the freshmen talked about her and Danielle would like have kind of individual like meetings with them, not necessarily about basketball, but just going out to ice cream and seeing how they are doing as people. So to have those leaders um, ahead of me this year, makes me think about next year when I'm going to have to be in their position and take what they're doing and um, try to do that as well as they are. That's awesome. I mean, you guys are obviously gelling very well, the entire team. I mean, what, you guys are number four in the country right now or number five? Yeah, somewhere up there. I try not to look too much. (laughs) It's single digits. We know that. Yes. um, For sure, yeah. (laughs) 
But uh, to hear that, that like Nas is, you know, I mean, she's a senior, right? Yeah. Hanging out with freshmen, making sure everybody's like doing well, seeing if they need help with anything. And, and among the other leaders on there too. I mean, that's, that's like you said, great for you to be able to have her lead by example. So when you're in those shoes next year, you can, you know, kind of take that and keep that tradition going. And I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's going to be, you guys are the next UConn dynasty. KBA is a baller. Oh, we hope so. Yeah, no, it is nice. And I think that is a part of why we are playing so well that we genuine, genuinely enjoy each other on the court, obviously, but off the court, we gel so well. Um, and it's easy and it's fun coming to practice and knowing that you're fighting for the person next to you. It's easy when you enjoy them. Yeah. It's not like we've ever talked about, uh, uh, energy or team chemistry on this podcast before, but I mean, <laughs> For, from your perspective, I mean, have you ever been on a team like that where it's as close-knit as it seems right now? Um, I think I have been pretty blessed in my high school team. We had a group of, like, six seniors um, who had played together since almost middle school. So and it's wow. a different type of community there. But uh, I have been super lucky to just be on teams that are consistently um, cultural and coming to Michigan or coming to college, you don't know necessarily what it's going to be like. You're a freshman, you're going away from home. Um, but I stepped on campus and I wear that giant knee brace, obviously. Um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to play basketball when I first came to Michigan. They had to do some appointments with the doctors and everything. And I wasn't doing all the workouts and everything, but they still welcomed me with open arms. And I think that's huge because as a freshman, you're like, oh, I want to impress my teammates. I want to show them I'm a hard worker. And me not being able to do all the workouts, I didn't want them to think I was lazy or anything, but they were just as kind to me as they could have been. And so now, obviously, it's paying off. Um, <laughs> you're playing pretty well. You put up 17 on uh, whatever day it was against Iowa. Um, obviously, it was an insanely high scoring game too so that was crazy as well i i don't know if i've seen many men's games in college basketball you know both teams in the 90s let alone a women's game so um it's uh it was cool but i mean you were in there drilling threes right from the get-go i think you started two for two so you're hot from the get-go um has it felt like you are just you know feeling in the you know in the zone a little bit this year what's like I feel like you've definitely broken out this year as, as a fantastic shooter. What's been different this year for you uh, than your first couple of years? Yeah, I think a huge part is confidence. Um, you're upperclassmen. I'm an upperclassman now. Um, knowing that my teammates and my coaches have that trust in me, that confidence in me. And um, I talked about it with someone else a couple of days ago, but I think in practice last week, there was a practice where I could not make a single shot. And I was obviously frustrated, um, but everyone I'd come off, they'd give me high fives. Like, you know, like you're going to make the next one. We have full confidence in you. And even if I brick one or air ball one in practice, they're like, whatever, like we've seen you make enough now that you're, you're going to hit most of your shots that you take. So I'm um, having confidence for my teammates and my coaches, but also in the work that I've put in over the past, however many years I've been playing basketball and leaning on that um, just to know that I'm capable of knocking down shots and to see them go in this year in games, I think has also just propelled me. So did that Maddie Nylon, did that nickname start this year? Or was that going last year too? It started actually my freshman year uh, okay. at the big 10 tourney. 
I think it may have been our Northwestern game. I only had like 13 points, but I think I was like five for six or something in wow. that range. It was efficient. Um, and the announcer was like, Maddie, not a lot. So, oh, no way. <laughs> but they just, we've just kind of been running with it this year, obviously. Um, so, yeah, it's been cool, though. That's funny. I feel like normally, like, all those, like, cool nicknames are, like, you know, like an inside joke between teammates or like yeah. some random teammate or like coach comes up with it. But the fact the announcer did it, that's pretty funny. Yeah. And I was asking our like social media person, um, like, where did this come from? Like, am I allowed to <laughs> use it places? Like, is it whatever? I don't know all the rules about things like that, but it's like, no, like we were talking about it. They do their pregame like meetings with the announcers. And I guess someone must've said it to her and she used it that game. Cause I was knocking down shots. So it just kind of stuck from there. <laughs> that's awesome it's a great name i have to it it's like it's a fantastic <laughs> name so uh maddie nylon we're and here's the thing is we're about to drop some shirts with it so yeah. that's yeah. gonna be the coolest thing so uh if you go to blueby90shop.com you can grab the maddie nylon shirt on there uh and it proceeds go to maddie too so she's one of our blue by 90 athletes which is awesome we're we're so glad to have you on there um so go grab that shirt i mean that's going to be a hot seller. I can already tell people are going to so. be rocking that in Chrysler for the rest of the year and, you know, in the big Ten tournament and in the tournament too. So it's going to be yes, fun. I was excited. I was like, I feel like this name is too catchy to not have on a shirt <laughs> somewhere. Like, so thank you guys for making that happen. I'm really excited for it to drop. <laughs> I'm pumped Absolutely. to see it on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you, I, we need you rocking it. Like, can you rock it when you walk into the, the, uh, the arena? Do you guys do like, you should do like the, how the NBA does like the fits when they walk in. Oh, you know? yeah. you got to do that too. Yes. That would be sick. We're, well, Coach Rico's actually really big on matching, especially for away games. So I don't know, but I'll try to get like a post game fit and post it or there something like that. That'd be sick. Well, K- KBA, uh, whether she knows it or not, her and I are, are very good friends. So okay. maybe we'll be able to hook you, get the whole team up with the Maddie Nylon jerseys <laughs> or little shirts so everybody's wearing them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we we have to. We That was like the best part of when we've done shirts for like we did Money Moody for Jake Moody, too. And then like all the other guys on the on the team were wearing it, too. So it's cool to see the, the teammates support as well. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, the other thing that we haven't touched on either is um, you got KBA, really. She has been a. Uh, just a phenomenal coach obviously been here for how many years has she been here it's been what 10 plus 10 11 yeah around that range yeah all right and so i mean for her to build this program to what it is now i mean let's be honest what it was when she came in was just not a great program right It, it was nothing like it is now so for for her to build this up has just been phenomenal you know talk about what kba means to you and means to this program too yeah, so I had a very interesting recruiting process, actually. Um, they recruited me, and my teammate um, and classmate, uh, Michelle Cedor, committed. So we are kind of the same position. So they eventually took – they're like, we don't have any more scholarships for you. So I eventually committed to Miami of Ohio, um, and their coach ended up leaving. Coach Duffy, who actually used to coach here, lots of connections, very crazy. Wow. Um, she ended up going to Marquette. So I opened up my recruitment at the end of my senior year um, and was taking visits and came to Michigan 
Um, and this was after I'd hurt my knee. So I I'd, I'd played probably five games my senior year. And who knows after a knee surgery what you're going to be like, what kind of um, skill or if you're ever going to be back to the level that you were playing at before. But Coach Rico still offered me a scholarship and kind of took this chance on me that maybe a lot of other schools wouldn't have, um, especially at the Power 5 level and seeing her vision of what she wanted to build to where we are now. So I'm always grateful for her, and I've told her that um, a couple times now just because it's always been my personal goal to play at the Power 5 level. Um, so first of all, just grateful for that, but to take a chance on a kid with a severe knee injury and just believe in me and um, my freshman year, like I said, when I wasn't always practicing or doing things, she would always – comfort me like you know like you're gonna be okay like just keep doing your rehab and she trusted in me and um obviously I trusted in her with her vision for me um so I'm just eternally grateful for that opportunity that she's given me here so do you remember the first time you met KBA what was that experience like yeah oh I remember my AU coach used to like they text you like oh this coach wants to talk to you so give him a call or stuff like that and so to get a call from like Michigan, I think at the time, so they had Caitlin Flaherty and Hallie Thome and they were ranked probably like top 20 for sure. Um, I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm going to get recruited by a <laughs> top 20 team. Like this is a kid. I had mostly like mid major offers. So that was insane for me. Um, but then I just remember I came up for a game and after the game, I talked to her and she was like, yeah, we want to offer you a scholarship. So obviously that excitement um, was crazy. And just, you could tell, how well she knows the game of basketball, like her IQ is insane. I feel like you have to as a head coach, but just talking with her and my parents were coaches, so they know the game well. So obviously that we clicked on an IQ level too. It, was she pretty intense or was she, uh, did she have any like fun side to her when you were talking to her? No, she's definitely fun. She's a great recruiter, um, knows how to hype the kids up. I think this summer we did a lot of photo shoots with our recruits, so she's always in there taking goofy pictures with them. Um, <laughs> but really good at connecting with people on a personal level, too, and getting to know not only them but, like, their families and asking about their families and stuff like that. So that was really meaningful to me, too. The, the reason I ask is I remember the first time I met KBA, Huh. She became into Orange Theory and bought oh, yeah. um, <laughs> memberships for it was Joy uh, McCorvey and and Duffy when they were the yes. assistant coaches, and uh, you know I was I, I was working there and like she was like talking to me I'm like this lady is fucking intense like who yeah. is this lady, <laughs> and uh, I think after like maybe the third or fourth time I, I had talked to her she kind of loosened up and opened up and uh, cracked a little smile but I, I was terrified of her of her for probably about <laughs> three months. <laughs> Yes, that makes. I feel like when you're recruiting, you gotta be. More you gotta put your best face on, yeah. For sure. <laughs> is so is she like that? And so now, obviously, you you're past the recruiting stage. Yes. Right. <laughs> so she doesn't have to like suck up to you anymore to no. get you to come to Michigan. <laughs> so when you go into practice, then is it like just straight to it, or is she hardcore, or what? What does she like in practice too? I think there's a mix. Um, and she does a good job because obviously as a coach, you need to connect on that personal level with your players. So they do want to run through that brick wall for you. But at the same time, you need to get stuff done in practice and hold them to a certain standard. So when we're not at that standard, she definitely demands excellence of us. And I think that's why we're at the point that we are. But she constantly wants to talk to us to see how we're doing outside of basketball. 
um, and just ask about our families. Um, so my brother plays football at Air Force, actually, and she, one of her family friends' sons plays there, too, so they kind of got connection with that, um, which was cool that she cared so much about my brother, who I think she's probably met once. Um, <laughs> just make sure to check in on him and make sure he's doing okay and things like that. So there definitely is a balance um, of, you know, the fun side, but like we have things that we want to accomplish and this is how we're going to get there. Not by slacking off, um, but by demanding excellence from us. What's the, what's the most scared you've ever been of her? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Probably. There's not like one specific time, I guess that stands out in my head, but like when you have a turnover, I think <laughs> just anyone on the team, because we like harp on that a lot like obviously more possessions you have the more successful you can be in a game but your my heart just drops a little bit it's not always <laughs> that she, like yells at me or says anything but you just know like you let her down and that's almost worse than her like yelling at you at least for me yeah. uh, she's not mad she's just disappointed right, yeah, right. right exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's uh well I guess, what's the funniest thing that she's ever done in, in practice or at any time uh i think it's so funny when she like hits um she does the whoa <laughs> sometimes oh, <no. laughs> and i think at michigan madness she like came out of the tunnel and like hit the whoa and it just kills me every time because, <laughs> yeah well, i love kba to you guys but it's hilarious she she does crack me up when she rocks the Jays on the sidelines too. Like yeah. everything else about her outfit is very professional. Then she tops it off with Jays on her feet. It's awesome. You I don't know those glasses are those glasses are there too. They're they're top tier. I mean that's her look. Yes, and with like the cut off sleeve, she's like super muscular, super oh, fit. Yeah. She's got yeah. off the muscles for sure. Yeah, that's what when I was being recruited by Michigan, my parents were like, look at her, like she's rocking the the tank tops, <laughs> like that's a sick. So yeah. <laughs> and so okay, so you guys just beat uh, Indiana as well in like the first top ten matchup, probably yeah. ever at Chrysler Arena, yes. I imagine. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. And you're from Indiana, yeah. was. I don't know if you were recruited by them or have any any ties to Indiana. Did that mean, uh, uh, did that win mean anything to you? Uh, more like, anything like more? You, yes, like you said. I mean, first top ten Chrysler matchup in women's basketball history. Um, and we have five Indiana kids on our team. Some of us were recruited by them. Some of us weren't. I was yeah. not recruited by them. So you kind of hold that yep. game to a little higher standard for sure. And I know um, Leah Brown and I talk about you know. You got to play with emotion, but not emotional. So you got to keep your emotions in check um, during that game. And I think last year we did a poor job of letting our emotions get the best of us. But this year we came in, we knew what we were capable of doing, and it was definitely super cool to to beat them. And obviously a huge game, not only for us, but for our team to take um, a hold of the Big Ten standing. So I think that was more so in our minds than it being IU, I guess. Do you have any friends on that team that you were playing against? No, they don't have very many Indiana kids. Really? Uh, surprisingly, mm -hmm. they had a couple in my grade, but they ended up transferring out. And those, I was friends with those kids, but they don't go there anymore. Interesting. Trouble in Bloomington. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Trouble. Sad, but obviously, they're a great program. But yeah. So. Are you saying there's a scandal that might come out in Bloomington? No. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> is Maddie? No. Is Maddie our new source for uh, <laughs> drama and rumors? <laughs> No, they they do things nearly as you see. But very good political answer there. Good work. Good work. You've been trained well. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So let's go back to the team though. You've obviously got a lot of personalities too. Yeah. <laughs> I, and so I, I want to hear like, who's like the class clown. I, I kind of have a feeling it might be you. Daughter. Me and Michelle. So that's why you go back to when she committed. Um, we kind of talk about like, it was a meant to be thing that we, because we are like clowning around together and they used to call us Disney freshman year because we were so like immature and we'd mess around <laughs> a lot. Oh, but yeah, no, us two are pretty bad. But I mean, everyone is like Ari is super funny on our team um, and everyone can crack jokes, but Michelle and I are definitely the most consistent ones. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever gone a little too far across the line, like while in practice or a workout or something, and you're like, oh shit, I probably shouldn't have said that. Sometimes I try not to stand super close to Michelle. Sometimes in practice, <laughs> just like sometimes we'll just say stuff and crack up. But um, there hasn't been really a time, I guess, on the court. Sometimes off the court, we're like probably supposed to be a little more serious than we are and are cracking jokes to each other when maybe we need to be quieter. Um, but it hasn't been super bad by any means. <laughs> All right. That's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I can, I can just tell by your personality here that it can, it's, it can probably be a little infectious. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. I mean, yeah, we have fun as a whole team and you, I don't know. We don't really get to see, it, I guess, behind the scenes, but, Danielle has been trying to hit the gritty, which has been probably the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever tried, like watched. We were making a TikTok the other day with everyone on our, not everyone on our team, but people on our team who were in the locker room, and I'm, she'll post it probably eventually. But it, was, <laughs> I can't. Mine isn't much better, but she consistently like, shoot around like after the game in the huddle is like trying to hit it and. <laughs> It's, it's just not there. Not there. <laughs> That's what I need to see from KBA. That's what I need to see from KBA. Oh, God. Yeah. See KBA hit the gritty. All right. I will try to teach her and maybe she can hit it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right after the win. Gritty yes. on uh, Sparty logo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that would cause some, uh, cause some controversy. For sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, wait. So are you on TikTok then? Is, is this uh, – are all the girls trying to do the gritty or dance on TikTok then? I'd say there's a few of us on TikTok. I definitely don't take it seriously. We have a couple teammates who try to go viral and do all the hashtags <laughs> and stuff like that. That's fine. I'm not, I'm just there making <laughs> random dances and just watching for hours, which is ridiculous. But Yeah, you can get lost yeah. on there pretty quick. Yes, oh, for sure. Easily. Easily. What what's uh what's your best uh video then? Have you have you gone anything close to viral? Oh no, not at all. My TikTok name is literally like Daniel Roush fan page because it's just a joke. <laughs> it has no, it. no post of Danielle at all, but it's just <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. I, I I mean the fun thing about you guys too is obviously you're a very good team, but you do have such big personalities too. Yeah. I feel like you guys have you know, people are drawn to you and so likable. Um, which has drawn a ton of people to your games too you know i've been to multiple games this year for you guys it has been rocking the indiana game was rocking the iowa game was rocking what is it like now to be like playing in front of you know essentially full chrysler arena 
Yeah, and usually we get those for Michigan State games um, rivalry, which is always nice. But to have it on those games like that are on ESPN and that are top 25, top 10 matchups, it's a difference maker. And we've had to play in those hostile environments at Louisville and um, at Nebraska and at other Big Ten schools, and it totally shifts the energy. And when we go on a run and we can hear everyone, we can hear the maze rage, we can hear our fans screaming, it kind of like energizes us. And even when things necessarily aren't going well, we still can feel like their energy for us and like work on getting a stop or going on a run of our own. So it's been huge and we hope that it continues throughout the rest of our season. Do you guys have some like diehard fans that are outside of family members, just like random people that just like show up to every game? Yeah, for sure. And we have um, a girl, her name is Gracie, who's almost at every game, sits courtside with her parents. And she's kind of, she's been there since my freshman year, I'm sure even before that. But she's a, a little super fan. We always give her high fives before the game, have her pass us the ball into a shot. So um, her and just a bunch of others, um, we're so grateful for them that have been our like consistent supporters throughout. And sometimes they'll like respond to like a tweet about us and be like, "Oh, go Maddie!" Da da da. And you see it, <laughs> kinda, it warms your heart for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. There's there's definitely some diehards. I I've I've seen the same people through and through there, so it's good. It's yeah. good for sure. And the cool thing about it, I don't know if people know this about the women's tournament is that you guys have the chance to play some tournament games at home, correct? So we can, you know, come in and give you guys an insane environment for a tournament game, which will be super fun. That'd be so, yeah, it's definitely a goal of ours. It's top four seeds um, and women's get a host the first two rounds. So um, that's a goal of ours, obviously, going forward to get one of those seeds because it is a difference maker, like I said, to have those fans behind you and to know that, they're not going to be cheering against you if you had to play somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely a goal of ours. And uh, obviously, being the NCAA tournament, March Madness, uh, people would show up, I would think, hopefully. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. If they're showing up now. They're going to show up then for sure. So, um, yeah. And so, um, I was just pulling it up. So, down the stretch here, you guys have uh, – you've got Michigan State. Uh, t- so, this is going to air – uh, what is it, Wednesday? This is going to air on Friday. So you'll already have played Michigan State. Then you've got Northwestern. And then Maryland comes to town on the 20th. And that's going to be a top 15 game, too. So um, that a Sunday 3 p.m. game, I feel like that one's going to be packed, too. I think so. And it's dollar day. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Dollar dogs? Dollar what? I, hope, I want it to be the hot, dollar hot dogs. But it's definitely dollar admissions. <laughs> And I don't know, there's got to be something for a dollar at the concessions for sure. But yeah, we have a, a nice little stretch um, here. I think we have probably one of the hardest schedules overall in the Big Ten. Um, so just trying, like I said earlier, taking it one game at a time, starting with uh, Michigan State tomorrow and going forward from there is going to be huge for us to finish out strong. We got to find dollar out about beers. Not dollar not, beers. We know that. So. But, but we got to find out if there's dollar dogs. If there's dollar dogs, I mean, I'll, I'll be there, but that'll, you know, maybe I'll get there a little bit earlier. For sure. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do like a live, like how, like eating competition, hot hey, dog competition in the stands. There you go. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you guys end the, uh, you just beat Iowa, like we talked about, and you end the year with Iowa too. Yeah. And I'd be remiss if I did not mention Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Um, she, she put on quite the show uh, and 
it, obviously you guys won the game, which is, you know, the, the ultimate goal. Um, but I feel like you had to have a little bit of appreciation too for she put, she put up 46 points and was putting up logo shots. It's like, yeah. you know, you, you have to appreciate, you know, her putting, you know, her playing that well too. Yeah, no, it was insane. And um, I was in the back of the press and, they were up there double and triple teaming her hands in her face and a shot would go up and I'm like, okay, let me block someone out. Like I got to get this rebound and they would just swish in. I was like, okay, it's fine. Like we just got to go like just play our game. Cause I think there was still four ish minutes left when she started doing that. So obviously a lot of time, um, but just going back down, you know, we didn't need necessarily to take a quick shot. Um, and I think Layla Filia did a great job of, we kept running a ball screen action for her and just being composed um, in crunch time and scoring when she needed to. But yeah, Caitlin Clark was insane. And I think it is huge for women's sports. Um, you, I think she's posted probably on almost every major sporting oh, yeah, network, sure. um, which sucked because it looked like we were like <laughs> yeah. great defense. But she uses shots, but um, for people to see that and to see the skill that, women's basketball players do have um i think is great for the to grow the sport in the future for sure yeah the funny th- i like that you mentioned that uh there was like four minutes left in the game because i saw her take that shot i'm like oh it's a buzzer beater and i'm looking at the clock i'm like the pretty sure there's like still 20 seconds left on the beater. shot clock like yeah, there's three yeah. minutes left in the game i'm like jeez. yeah and she does that like in other games too um which is insane that she can consistently hit shots like that oh yeah it was crazy it, it was honestly one of the craziest things I've ever seen because I, it, we we're all just like in the stands, like what is going on basically, yeah. <laughs> and then you know, like you said, like all of a sudden you guys are trading twos for threes and the, the lead's going down and we're all just like, oh my god! But you know, I think what's cool is last year, you know, Nas put up fifty against Ohio State, but you guys lose that game. Right now. You know, this year somebody can put up forty six on you, but you guys win that game. Do you yeah. feel like they're like it's a little bit different for you guys this year, where it doesn't really matter about individual accomplishments? You guys are just trying to win as a team. Yeah, and that is a thing we talk about a lot. Obviously, so cool that Nas put up fifty and LeBron yeah. shouted her out, and obviously, was, hell yeah, it was insane. Um, but at the same time, there was like. A feeling in our gut like we wanted to win that game and obviously it would have meant more for Nas to get 50 points and to win the game um so yeah I've been thinking about that a lot like you can score however many points but at the end of the day like whose team is going to win who has the better team and you see that this year with us obviously Nas is usually the leading scorer but we've had a couple games where maybe Leah's taken over Layla's taken over um and is just and Nas you, doesn't care you. Okay, do that. Um, <laughs> You're too humble. Um, and Nas couldn't care less as long as we get the win. So um, she's just doing everything she can. A thing comes to mind, like the Maryland game, and there's a couple videos out there of she. I think she had nine or ten points, um, and she usually scores twenty, obviously. But she was making hustle plays, like a girl. Um, got a steal, and Nas was in the back line and sprinted down the court and got a block on the girls layup that could have easily been two points if Nas didn't try and get it so just the way that she affects the game when she's not even scoring um is also and I think Emily Kaiser too has made such an impact this year because now 
you know, teams can't just double team Nas and that's it, right? Like Emily Kaiser has come in and made a, a real impact. You know, she takes the defenders away from Nas. And then when they do double Nas, you know, Nas has done a great job of keeping her eyes up and passing the ball and getting it to Emily. So it's, it is really cool. You, you obviously mentioned her and Danielle, you know, at the beginning of the podcast here, but it is really cool to see them, you know, feeding off of Nas and, Obviously, Nas is going to get hers, right? We all know that. But Nas has done a great job of when teams, you know, focus on her, she spreads the wealth. And it, I feel like it's made you guys a better team because of it. Oh, for sure. And I think that's something we worked on as a team this year. Like, we know Nas is going to get double and triple team. Um, but being able to pass out of that, or even Nas can score still with two, three people on yeah. it, which <laughs> is insane. But, yeah, Emily's been huge. And on the offensive side, she's capable of knocking down 15 footers, three pointers, and does a great job of cutting um, or ball screening when her defender's low, um, which makes a difference for us because now there's not a hedge or a soft support. Um, so just finding where she can help the team when she's also maybe not necessarily scoring. And she's huge on the defensive end, too. There has to be a stat somewhere. She probably takes almost a charge a game, which is insane. Like she probably has <laughs> yeah. to lead the NCAA in charges, but um, her defense has been crazy and just the help that she provides and um it's awesome well you got to talk about you now enough about us she gets (laughs) enough attention as it is so um so you what's your career high Uh, at michigan i think it's like 21 ish i would say all right were you just feeling it that day was that the five for six day or what no, I think it was the Maryland game. I had made like seven threes and at Wisconsin last year, I made a couple threes and I had like a steal or two for a layup. But um, yeah, like you said, teams are doubling Nas. And so my defender would help on Nas and my teammates did a great job of Take just it giving it to me and just an open three. So do you do you have like a, a three celebration? We I think you need to come up with some Maddie Nylon uh, celebration or something. That would be insane. Usually I just, like, point at the person who passed it to me, like, give them creds, like, thanks for the pass, and run down and try and play defense so I don't get to jumble up, <laughs> get scored on, and then now I'm in trouble for getting scored on and not paying attention. Yeah. Um, we, I don't want us to be, like, the oh, reason. Man. All of a sudden you come up with this brand-new celebration, and then it's like, KBA's like, nobody can talk to those guys again. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> Maddie's just getting <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that'd be good. Maybe just something little, something a little one. Yeah, I'll work on. Yeah, there you go. go. (laughs) Um, I it it, it'll be cool to watch you guys down the stretch here, though. I mean, I you guys are getting so much attention now at Michigan, which is just it's not normal. Like I, to be honest, it's not normal, which is so cool. Um, you know, it's something that I feel like is probably deserved for years now you know and so it's just coming to fruition and so i'm excited for what's to come here down the stretch and for you guys to be on you know on espn big 10 network all those all those uh you know networks too do your do your parents come to every game or are they i assume they're still in indiana yeah they're still in indiana i'm from zionsville which is about four hours from here so at least one of them makes every game and even the away games they've come to most of them i think nebraska that was a fun that's like 10 hours from my house so they didn't make that one um but every other game they've been, they even traveled to iowa last year um and my grandpa comes to most of them too which is nice so 
it's definitely oh, nice to have know your people are in the stands um, after the game and be able to give them a hug, whether you played good or bad, to know that they're supporting you. And your mom is like an all-star. <laughs> she, yes. so I'm, I'm on your bio right now. She played basketball at New Mexico State in yeah. the 80s and is the she graduated as the program's all-time leading scorer so yes. oh wow those are, big, those are big shoes to fill they are yes she was a post player so she jokes with me like i have the three-point line so i can score more points <laughs> than her um no but she was great and growing up her and my dad coached high school basketball so i was in the gym i think my mom said like two months after i was born they were bringing me to practice so a classic Indiana kid, right? You grow up around yeah. basketball, the outdoor hoops. Um, but yeah, to be able to have parents that understand the game and are to be around kids, even though they're high school kids and maybe their commitment level isn't the same as some other kids, but um, to watch them play and learn from them, I think was super helpful in my experience. Can you, who, who's the best athlete in the family? I don't, do you have brothers and sisters or no? Yeah, my brother plays at Air Force, but oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. It's me. I. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> this might be kind of bad, but in high school they used to call oh, my man. brother Maddie's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a, and he plays football at Air Force, so he's got to yes. be a pretty good athlete. Yeah, it was funny. His like freshman year, he was still kind of like short, a little chunky. Really hadn't hit puberty yet, so <laughs> we're two years apart. So I was a junior when he was a freshman. That's when we made like our state um, tournament run, and when I got offered by Michigan, so it was kind of like the peak of my athletic time um, in high school, at least. And he's still like trying to make the freshman like football team. So um, there's like a funny Twitter account one of his buddies made about him and like me just jarring back and forth but it was it was a good <laughs> high school and he took it well and obviously um has gone on to be really successful um in the, right so that was cool that's funny poor kid and, never stood a chance yeah, no, <laughs> no he had to go to the air force and he's like yeah i i gotta stand out here do something right. to, I'll, I'll shine maddie so. you gotta figure out tough he is now he's at a service academy yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably because he had his older sister beaten up on him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this will show him. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and so you broke your mom's record, too, at Zionsville? Jeez, yeah. that's like kind of rude of you. To be <laughs> yes, I broke it my junior year of high school, so that was also Wait, kind of what? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so you, you surpassed her big time. Yeah. Well, it ended up not being as big because I didn't get to play my senior year because of mm. my injury. But right, it was, yeah, it. after I beat her my junior year, it was like probably middle, it, close to the end of the season, I was like messing with her and stuff like that. That's where she talks about the three-point line and stuff like that. But, <laughs> um, it was cool. So I feel like not a lot, of, a lot of kids get to play at the same high school that their parents did. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a special moment for sure. No, that's So are you, are you still the leading scorer? I'm actually not, that, the bio's wrong. I'm like second <laughs> leading scorer. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh geez, we got to talk to the SID here. I know. I'll talk to Sarah. No, it's okay. <laughs> oh, got, we, Van Meter, come yeah, on, girl. Yeah, we got to talk to Sarah. Get, she's got to get her shit together here. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk to her for you. Don't worry. Actually, <laughs> we got to keep it up. It makes you sound way cooler. So. It does sound cooler. <laughs> you got a state title on there, all state Indiana All Star. 
leading scorer. Yeah, you got a lot on there. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Um, so the uh, the Maddie Nylon shirts coming out uh, today on – well, they'll come out when this podcast is released on Friday. Uh, so you can get them at bluebuy90shop.com. Again, proceeds uh, benefit uh, Maddie. Um, so she's got a, you know, she's a blue by 90 athlete. We got her on NIL here. So we're excited about that. Um, so I, I honestly cannot wait to rock one of those in, in, uh, in Chrysler. It's going to be so much fun uh, here down the stretch for you. Uh, but where can people follow you at as well? Yeah, on Instagram, um, Maddie13in. And then I think my Twitter is like MaddieNolan20. So, yeah. There you go. And so you at, haven't uh, changed your uh twitter name to maddie nylon yet no oh you should Maybe that should be a next step for me yeah there you I go really embrace it yeah. we gotta grow your brand i think we're gonna be a big part of growing your brand i okay? think we've, so yes <laughs> we've got we've got big ideas over here for you i love it <laughs> uh and or and then on tiktok at danielle Rauch, <laughs> so follow her there as well oh my god <laughs> we're gonna have to have danielle on here after you too yes so can... oh my gosh it would be so funny <laughs> oh my god all right well go follow her and go grab the maddie nylon shirt at bluebuy90shop.com uh and you can follow us at bluebuy90 on twitter instagram facebook we're on the maize and brew youtube page as well and we are on their podcast network too where all their podcasts are we appreciate you guys listening go blue go blue go blue